Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Before we get started with the podcast, we did want to acknowledge what is going on with the NBA and WNBA and the murder of yet another black man at the hands of those who take an oath to protect us. My experiences with the police have been bad in the past, but I'm sure that pales in comparison with what hundreds and thousands of black men and black women have to face every single day. We are here to say that we stand with you. We are here to say that black lives matter. They have, they do, and they always will. And if you don't agree with that statement, then we don't want you supporting us, whether it be through the podcast, through the site, or even just following us on Twitter. We also want to acknowledge and praise the NBA and WNBA for using their platform to create dialogue, cause a change, and to be a driving force for more of us to do something about it, whether it be protesting, voting on all levels, or simply talking to our family and friends about the importance of this movement. Change is hard. Change can be a very long process. It can be done, though. All we need to do is fight for what is right. All right, let's get back to the program. Less terrible than KP's meniscus, but still better than the New York Knicks. It's the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. I'm your host, Don Denham. You can find me on Twitter at Don underscore Denham. With me today, my fellow commiserating Mavs fan for life. You can find him at Reddit Mavs. Ruben Tomas, share with us your pain. Uh, you know, I've had a few beers, so <laughs> the pain the pain's a little dulled. Uh, you know, good, good. Old timey, you know, old timey remedy. <laughs> um, you know, that was a game. Uh, it happened. We lost, but you know, it is what it is. So, it was a predictable loss to the LA Clippers. Uh, it was a hard-fought battle, but I think at this point there was just uh too much to overcome when you lose one of your I mean, your second best player or in some cases your best player uh depending on the game uh with Kristaps Porzingis who was out with a meniscus tear uh they were ruling they weren't ruling them out for other series if we were going to advance but it sounded like they were just playing that one safe i think really just the bubble the longevity of uh the bubble season and the intensity of it less i guess less the longevity but more just the intensity of basically playing a game every other day um and just i i just think the situation caught up with them uh they were outmatched by a more experienced team um we just you know it comes down to putting the ball in the hoop and we weren't doing it enough i mean uh the second quarter was just an absolute cratering of production and that's pretty much what kept them the lead throughout most of the the game yeah i mean the threes weren't falling you know luca was trying to pass that ball but when guys can't hit their shots you know it's not too much we can do you know and i know on twitter everybody's like hey like go with the basket, go with the basket, but they have fucking Kawhi. <laughs> and, you know, just a bunch of guys who know how to play defense. So, 
Well, going to the basket works if you can get to the rim. And if you've got guys that are staying in front of you, it makes driving a lot more difficult. Exactly. Uh, all things considered, uh, the only Mavericks to score in double digits this game were Tim Hardaway Jr. and Dorian Finney-Smith with 10 and 16. Not a single person broke uh, 10 points aside from them and Luca that scored 38. Uh, he... <laughs> uh, you know, he went 15 for 28, which is astounding. Um, it is uh, pretty remarkable what that kid's doing. Um, he was a rebound and an assist away from a triple-double. Uh, I think this is, any, if anything, this series uh, did one thing, and that was solidify Luca as one of the top five players in the league. Uh, it's just going to be a matter of building the right pieces around him and uh We've said it before. We're going to say it again. Future's bright. We're excited. Uh, th that kid just does things on a basketball court that's just uh, hard to quantify. Uh, it's sometimes even hard to evaluate. Just like, how did he get that? Wow, that worked. Like, that seems to be half the way that I'm watching Luca play if I'm not just screaming and my head's exploding. Uh, just an amazing series for him. Uh, I am very proud of this season. We're going to do a full season recap next week, more than likely. Uh, we're going to have a bigger pod in that one. This one's going to be a bit more just talking about game six and uh, covering questions. But As sports keep coming back, so does your chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner, betonline.ag. Major League Baseball and the NBA are in full swing, and there are no shortage of ways to get in on the action. BetOnline has all the odds, futures, and props for you to be on. Also, tune in as Floyd Money Mayweather joins the Bet Online team in an exclusive new segment called The Ice is Right, where he talks about his expansive jewelry collection. That's awesome. He'll give you the chance to win some great prizes and bet on the cost of his bling. Visit betonline.ag today to check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all the welcome back to sports bonuses. Bet Online, your online wagering experts. Uh, what was something that stood out to you this game more than any of the other ones? Man, um, a positive or a negative? Because I have one for both. Uh, uh, let, let's go negative and then positive. Uh, negative, just like the guys, just like the guys not being able to hit their shots. You know, like, you know, they kept shooting and shooting and shooting. I think at one point it was like, I think, um, I think at one point Tim was like two for whatever, or like the team was like two for like 20 from three, which is not going to win a lot of games, you know, especially in this, this, the, this, uh, the current NBA, the way it's trajectory, no um, you know, that was terrible. Uh, one thing that I guess, um, uh, one thing that, uh, stood out in a positive note was just seeing like Luca's resiliency, um, in the third, uh, you know, like a lot of times I've seen people kind of talk about, Hey, he needs to, he needs to just like, Takeover games, takeover games. It's 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 borderline LeBron esque when he's you know just passing the ball almost like passively like hey shoot this you know and oh. uh, you know guys are shooting it they're just gonna make it so at one point Luca was just like no I'm just gonna go and just like go on my own little run you know bring us in I think you brought us in within like within six in the third and it looked like we could have made a shot and uh, you know um, things just weren't hitting you know like. The Clippers definitely like tightened up their defense a little bit, um, made adjustments. So you know, but like at the end of the day, like these guys are young, and uh, you know, I mean, relatively young, and 
you know, they get an inexperience too. You know, these guys, like a lot of these guys never been, never played in the playoffs. And um, that definitely showed, you know, like Paul George, even though he is like uh, a perennial, like, you know, um, uh, a perennial uh, postseason failure, <laughs> you know, like he's been there. He knows like how, like how crunch time works. He knows how, you know, he knows like, Hey, if I'm not shooting it, give it to Kawhi and Kawhi will, you know, Kawhi has two rings, you know, he knows how to play in the playoffs you know these guys really don't especially like this year where it's just like you don't have the crowd you don't have like the home court intensity you know like maybe if we had that you know we could you know we could have won the series or maybe if you know maybe if um all the lakers fans who become clippers fans you know show up to their games you know maybe they could have had they could have had the advantage too like it doesn't this year was so weird in terms of like playoff like playoff expectations and playoff um reality that uh yeah this i don't know man like i i just i can't quit thinking about like mostly i can't quit thinking about that one game where luca just went off and won us the game like sure you know like i don't want to think about like this game in particular like i want to think about like <laughs> the two wins that we did have like i want to think about how like chris Sops went for went, had like 30 something points and 13 rebounds like right with a torn meniscus like you know like Mm-hmm. a fucking gritty ass performance you know like, i don't want to think about the the losses um like my dad my dad uh he plays uh independent league uh, independent baseball in dallas and he's constantly telling me he's like hey like because he plays like every weekend and he's like hey if like if we lose like i'm not dwelling on it you know like mm-hmm. so like you as a fan shouldn't dwell on it you know like sure it happens um as much as we are mavs fans for life uh you know i think uh, a loss doesn't ruin my day. Like I will save my shit. God damn it's what have you just yeah. like super, you know, get it out and be frustrated and yell at the refs and curse Marcus Morris's name uh, several times over. But all in all um, it, this, we were playing with house money. We were, yeah, we already exceeded expectations. And I think we established that we're going to be a force to be reckoned with. I mean, it's, I, I'll put it this way. I'm more proud of the Mavericks performance in this game against a harder opponent than I would be if I was say a Portland trailblazer fan where it was just exciting for them to get in, but they got absolute. I mean, Dame got hurt. That's, that's not entirely fair, but man, like that, there you don't even feel like it's close throughout pretty much the entire series and like there were parts where uh you know clippers were clearly dominating and i mean like hey they won the series i mean there are certain moments of that where um they just took away and run with that i mean they got had a 40 point win at some point yeah um but <laughs> that being said like there's the fact that there were multiple moments where it's like oh could they claw back like it was re- even remotely competitive against arguably the best team in the league like that's that's something that's something to learn from um the only thing that i really did not like that i saw grow through the course of the series lucas like he's just gotta quit talking to refs i can't stand it it's it's such a it's a euro thing i get it and like and he he embellishes a little bit granted he got the hell smacked out of him this game and like and he does every game and that's partially because like that's the style of play he's a little bit bigger guy he's a bit more of a bruiser um he when he drives he drives hard and he's bound to get hit but man after every whistle his hands go up 
his mouth is open. It's just like, you got, man, I, I, I can't stand that. I know that's an NBA problem more than necessarily a Luka problem because LeBron does it. Like, every, like uh, every, everyone who's a superstar will do that. And Absolutely. You know, for the most part, that doesn't like get them in trouble, but it does like, it does look bad when you're barking at a ref and the other team is like in transition and scores like real quick, you know? Absolutely. And I think that's something where uh, maybe just more maturity makes that, or, you know, makes that happen. And, you know, it's, that's what I'm really looking forward to with this team is seeing them kind of grow more. Cause as much as people are wanting a quick fix of, uh, you know, another superstar or really shuffle up the bench, I'm like, Actually, just kind of shows that like we we see where there's some dead weight or where there should be some adjustments. But I'm like, I think this is a pretty good young core. <laughs> like, uh, I'm really excited to see what they do when they're a fully healthy and b like play through a normal season if we get that again. If we ever get that, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Absolutely, man. Uh, joining us now, we've got Grant, who has just emerged from the shadows. How are you, dude? Fuck Marcus Morris. All my homies hate Marcus Morris. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, uh, man. It was, a, it was a long year, but I'm happy uh, Happy we can look forward to the future. It was a very long year, right? Yeah. It, we, yeah had long three, season, we had three months <laughs> off, bro. <laughs> yeah. Three. All Four right. Let, let's never do this pandemic again. I want everyone Please. to yes. agree with it, okay? Wash your goddamn hands. Wash yes. your hands. Wear Use a mask your if American, you have to. <laughs> Use your American Airlines issued uh, sanitizer. Um, quit coughing on people, folks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, we're just summing up uh, game six. Any Anything over the course of the series that you liked, didn't like from the Mavericks that you'd like to add in there? Um, well, as far as game six goes, it kind of, the whole flow of the game kind of went like the whole year went. Like we started off hot, we started off strong, kind of lost it there, you know, right before halfway. And then we started kind of picking it back up. We made it close. It got within, I think it was almost a three-point game or it was a three-point game. That's and cool, then yeah. Someone who knew how to close out the game on the other team just beat us to it. That's yep. basically, yeah, basically all that happened, and and that's kind of been the whole story for the the whole rest of the year. But hopefully, we can trade for Chris Paul, and that will never happen again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's let's get another person with with a, a record of knee oh, problems. Oh, you're right. <laughs> yeah, about to say, dude. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> oh my god. All, All right. right, moving on. Well, guys, great Mab season. We appreciate uh, everyone's love and support with this channel. Um, this has been—I mean, it's still one of the weirder post seasons. We're like—we will definitely be keeping you up to date on a lot of what's happening in the NBA, but uh, we'll obviously be uh, recording less frequently. Uh, we're going to shoot for still probably a weekly pod, if yeah. I had to guess. Um, I mean, that's kind of in our contract. But yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're still we'll still be turning out some content for you uh but either way guys it's this postseason as brief as it may have been has been significant for every one of us here uh at the yeah. hoops and half of bison's podcast it's been one of my favorite things to look forward to at the end of a weekend and uh, i'm so happy that i get a chance to talk to uh some fellow Mavs fans for life and have an audience of mostly Mavs fans yeah. uh, and if you're a knicks fan listening shut up Squish is coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, thinking about going to questions. Then. Yeah, dude, let's just go into it, man. We got a yeah. bunch of them just because. Let's, let's rip them off. Let's go. I, I, I stupidly you know, uh, retweeted it uh, at the end of the game. So we got a bunch, oh, but, man. you know. 
Uh, unfortunately, guys, we probably won't be get to every single one of them because we do have a you know criteria. We have to put at least one one a uh, one podcast a week, and our week ends in about six hours. So <laughs> you know, as much as we like to do like a three hour pod, you know, it's just and we could. We're certainly yeah, we capable of doing it. We definitely could. I I, I don't want to find out if we can. But, uh, Deep dive into Andre Drummond advanced stats. God, <laughs> okay, fuck you. Okay, Let's what go. is his true shooting percentage when he's on the floor? Oh God. Okay. All right. Let's see. Uh, first question. <laughs> first question comes from James Grambo, our good friend James, who hasn't been as book wild as he used to be. I think he's slowing down a little bit, man. Oh, oh man, he's losing but, uh, Okay. Yes, James. This is a. This is a. Uh, this is me calling you out. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Um, if you could ask one person dead or alive a question that they would have to answer honestly on TV, what what would you do? So basically, who would you pick? Uh, I would pick or... the alive one. What does that even mean? Well, you said dead or alive. I'm like, I will take the one that's alive. Yeah. <laughs> they will answer the question better. Uh, well, if we could find someone who's dead and bring them back to life. Like, okay, okay. Uh, so no, reanimate them for okay. a second. Got it. If I was asking one question. Okay. Um, I would... I would ask uh, anybody who was involved with the JFK shooting. Okay. Figure out who exactly did it. Okay. <laughs> just because that has been one of those things that has always plagued me. And I just watched uh, the Umbrella Academy. Okay. Seen, it's, it's based in Dallas. So I'm like, yes, I need to know this. Sure. So. That's set. Uh, I would uh, talk to Wilt Chamberlain and ask if it really was 100. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. That's yeah. a really good one. Yeah. What about you, Grant? Um, uh, <laughs> I would uh, I would ask Donnie Nelson how close he was to drafting Jaron Jackson. God instead. damn it! Every- oh. <laughs> 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 I, you're keeping you're, it on I'm brand. Answering it honestly, I can't. Uh, I know. love that you like. That's the first thing you asked our new our new hire, Joe. Which guys? Oh, yeah. if you ever if you've ever read Joe's stuff? Joe's fucking great. But the first thing he asked him in the Slack was, in our like in our MFL Slack was. <laughs> Oh, what are your thoughts about Jaron Jackson Jr.? And I was like, That's generally how I base your NBA opinion is, <laughs> is your answer to that question. And Joe oh, checks out, so we're good. Yeah, he's, he's fucking smart. I cannot wait for him to write for us. <laughs> Next question comes from Allison. Uh, Allison asks, is, asks, it's the zombie apocalypse. You got to pick your squad to tough it out with. You and three Mavs players. Who are you taking? Mm. Uh, I already mapped this out. So I would have Boban. I would have uh, Tim. And I would have Dorian. I I think you got too. I think you're too big. I think. uh, Yeah, I think I think you're drawing attention to yourself with these walking ints that you've decided to bring Mm -hmm. with you. Um, I would go JJ Berea, JJ Berea, JJ Berea, because he'd take one to just to. I mean, he could burrow into little places. He could find (laughs) ways of hiding. He seems like someone that's pretty crafty with a crowbar. Um, he's someone that I know could, you know, find some resources. He's already good at disaster relief. So I'm sure he knows exactly what is going to be happening with his work in Puerto Rico. Like, I think he would be a very valuable resource. And then like, I don't know, Willie Colley Stein for fun. Okay. okay. Well, that was very detailed. Uh, I, I was going to say just Luca Boban and, uh, Tim kind of like what, what, uh, Thomas said, but, um, after hearing what you said, Tim, I'm going to have to go with 
with one Bobby and two JJs, and Bobby is just standing in the middle while he holds both JJs and just uh, around as <laughs> fast as he can. Like a Voltron. Just, yeah, yeah, like a, like one of those, I don't know, they, they're not at parks anymore, but you would like hold onto the bar and someone would swing it and you would just like keep going around. That's kind of that's kind yes. of what we're here. I like it. I like oh it. Oh my God. Okay, let's see. Next question comes from, <laughs> <laughs> this one might be for me mostly, but anyway, uh, Isaac asks, who would you pick to win in a fight, Bobon or Godzilla? Bobby. Well, I think yeah. more he would he would be able to reason with Godzilla, um, you know. And but I if he had to fight though, if he had to fight, like if Godzilla just saying, "Ah, oh, fuck you!" Like I'm about to destroy Tokyo again. I mean, I don't even know who the other guy is. So Bobby all the way. Godzilla. Bro? <laughs> so it's funny. So I actually have a copy of the comic book of. Um, Charles Barkley and Godzilla like fighting and playing basketball. It's great. I love it. Uh, for some reason, they make. Uh, uh, how, how's Godzilla's outside game? Good. Not very good, bro. It's, it's definitely like just ground and pound. Like, more, more post. Guys. Got it. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. Yeah, but fucking uh, Charles Barkley beat his ass, which I don't agree with. But uh, I'd probably pick. Is both. Godzilla's games fire, as the the kids say? As the kids say, no. Because he because he, he breathes fire. fire. No. Yes. Okay. It's not. Unfortunately, no. No. Is it not up to scale? Because he's got. Scales. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I yes. What he's done playing <laughs> is he dinosaur. Sir, please, please, Don. <laughs> uh, no, I would. I'd give it to Bobby only because Bobby is a human and is smart. Right. And uh, you know, has a can think, can reason. So, Bo- I would give it to Bobby. I will say Bobun is my favorite kaiju. <laughs> yes, he actually is mine too. I'm actually starting a kaiju sleeve tattoo. Uh. And, Bobon may be on there. <laughs> he's the one. He's the one. His wingspan is just encompassing Front all of them. Yeah, <laughs> cradling them like his children. Hey guys, just a reminder that if you're looking to bet online, look no further than betonline.ag today. Check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all those welcome back to sports bonuses. Trust me, your wallet and your bankroll will thank you. Uh, bet online, your online wagering experts. 2020 has been the year of things happening that are completely out of your control, but there is one thing you can control, and that's shaving your bush. Our sponsors at Manscaped are here to remind you to do so. They have the Lawnmower 3.0, which is a premium electric trimmer that also is waterproof and comes with an LED light so you can manscape in the shower, or in the dark, or in the dark shower for you weirdos that are doing such a thing. They also offer the Shears 2.0, which is a luxury four-piece nail kit. It features a tempered stainless steel tools, and it includes tweezers, scissors, clippers. Well, we don't like the clippers too much right now, but also a medium grit nail file. Listeners of the show will get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. It's time to grab 2020 by the horns by shaving that front trunk. Next one comes from uh, Andrew. Andrew asks... And this might be more of a uh, uh, Grant question because he's very smart and knows things. Okay. Um, with a potential max spot opening up, would you rather the Mavs go for a third superstar or upgrade our bench slash role players? Um, I'm going to go bench slash role players because what I see is not a – I don't see one person's effort fixing what we need to fix. I see if we're getting better minutes out of – different rotation players i think that's what's going to ultimately lead us better because it's like i think we're getting the production that we need out of our two stars like we're getting what we want out of them i think it's like when they're off when they're on the bench who shows up and maintains that intensity 
Um, to be honest, I think Mo Harkless would be someone I would be really interested in seeing in a Mavs uniform. And uh, I saw a couple of flashes of, uh, of I'm sorry, uh, Jordan Clarkson that looked like, you know, he was a good uh, off the bench scorer that I think could be a good addition. I mean, those are just, I'm throwing two, two guys out there just sort of randomly that I yeah. know. Uh Kent Bazemore, I'm sure he'd be cheap after his uh, after leaving Sacramento. So I mean, like, you know, so what? Uh, what? What are we? What are we talking about? I'm sorry. To... <laughs> oh my god, dude. Okay, would you rather? I was, I was grabbing food. Okay, would you rather go for a third superstar or upgrade our bench slash role players? Oh, uh, definitely upgrade our our bench and our role players. I mean, I I you know, compared to who we have now, there's there's a lot of talent out there to be to be gotten and a lot of it's going to be cheap next year. So like Dom was saying, I, I loved everyone he said, so I had to make sure I wasn't missing out on any, <laughs> on anything, anything good. Uh, man, we have the bright, we have the brightest minds in mouse Twitter. That's yeah. right. We are. And you can hear more about uh, what Don and I think about free agency later this week. If you uh, check out the YouTube channel sometime later, this ah, week. We'll look try. at that. we'll have That's our right. own little video up there. Nice. Love 100%. it. Okay. Uh, Jonas asks, how would the Mavs do if they play in the Eastern conference? Uh, I think consistently a three or four seed. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. You know. No question. I mean, I think if we got our record and moved it over to the East, uh, we were, I don't really, have that up. We were, we were close to the Sixers cause, uh, cause their yeah. pick cause, cause of the picks we're going to swap uh, if we didn't okay. like lose that last game. So yeah. right. it would have been like fifth or sixth. Gotcha. So yeah, mm-hmm. I mean like, I think, you know, uh, instant playoffs for certain uh, bearing injuries, uh, but basically, we're like the Knicks, but good. So uh, I mean, we have half their players. <laughs> but... Got their ass. We're, we're channeling Squish today. Oh, man, absolutely. <laughs> okay, next question comes from a Doncic fanboy. Um, what are some good trades that we can oh. do in the offseason? Those get complicated because, I mean, I think there's going to be a boatload of trades during draft time. Oh, and yeah, that's, just, that's where things get crazy. And as far as, like, I think we've, like, Houston's a perfect example of, like, we just, every team has different value systems because they've traded away all of their picks for everything, for, for Chris Paul, for Westbrook, basically, and their their exchanges and man, like they've got a bunch of wings, guards, and Jeff Green and Tyson Chandler that they're not using. And it's like how they build a team, how their mindset works is so different than, and that's kind of a microcosm of like the entire NBA as far as like, you know, who actually values picks, who actually like trusts their actual scouting department. If I was a Sacramento, like if I was the Sacramento GM, I would just trade all draft picks because clearly, or sorry, clearly you don't make good decisions. <laughs> so like yeah. tra- just trade away all draft picks, get someone that you know, at least what you're going to be getting from that. That would be my <laughs> thought process because you've just swung and missed for the last decade. Um, yeah. that, that would be my approach with Minnesota who has number one pick. It's like, you guys aren't going to pick someone good. You don't, I mean, yeah. you've got cat and that was like the far and away pick, but like, there's not that obvious guy this year. Anyway, sorry. I yeah. Diverted. Grant, do you have anything to add? I do. Could you just run by the question one more time? <laughs> 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 okay. I had a great answer, but I don't want to lose it. 
We're a good oh, trade. Oh, I figured out. I figured out. I remember the question. Sorry. So, yes. Yes. Trades in the offseason. Um, in my head, I've done the math. And uh, there's a way where we can keep uh, Dorian Finney-Smith, Maxi Kleba, Kristaps Porzingis, um, Jalen Brunson, and Luka. The, if we do all that and everyone else gets traded or opts out, bearing what their contract is, uh, we make $62 million going into this offseason. So that would be a, a really pretty penny, especially in an offseason where there's going to be a bunch of one-year guys like, like Marc Gasol and, and Goran Dragic and all that. So, okay. yeah. Cool. Trades are, are we're gonna know more about trades come uh, come draft day and every day. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah, that's gonna be I think a future. You know, this is right for a, a very painful loss that I'm very mad about still. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Rutuj, our guy. All right, so he Dude. says, firstly, congrats on 10k to me. <laughs> love your content. I love you too, Rutuj. Um, not me. You don't have 10k. Anyway. <laughs> Congrats to me for losing a thousand followers. This is like watching two people fight over who has the better cut of steak while I'm just like eating dirt flavored bologna. <laughs> you're a rock star. Dude, I I, yeah, you actually, you're you. like literally a, lo- you're a, a rock, rock star. star. Really. I know. I would <laughs> give up every, I love all my followers and, and everyone I interact with, but I would give up every single ounce of it to be able to play I'm Not Okay by My Chemical Romance. <laughs> 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 All right. So the question, the question he's asking is, uh, do you think the Mavs should be nicknamed the Rashid Wallace of basketball teams? The amount of last two minute reports that show the Mavs are the wrong side of calls are a lot. Uh, I would say yes, only because both teams that's played a, hard. Yeah, that's a, that's a really yeah. good comparison, actually. <laughs> so I'd go for it, dude. I love that. Let's see if that changes next year. The, but the, the Rashid Wallace yeah. of basketball teams i i don't quite get it but i think it's i'm 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 happy to be compared to sheed at any case so (laughs) i love it hopefully it's sheed before the first retirement that's that's (laughs) yeah yeah. one after was okay but i mean you're right i got it um the real alexis kp's number one fan asks um how's it be famous um it's all right you know nothing's changed i still got to get up every morning you know put my socks on the same way and everything Every Nothing time he every time mind. he ducks, just women hit the wall behind him. <laughs> oh, <no>. him. <laughs> all right, let's see. Um, his, his hands getting sore from all the selfies he's taking with people. Like, right. Uh, Boogie seventy seven asks, uh, "What should the Mavs do this offseason to get better?" Um, I just think they just need to make some trades, uh, hit on the drafts, um, recruit some guys. Even though this year I think it may not be the year to do it, just because. Um, again, with the COVID, uh, the salary is going to look let's like get, a l- bitch. Let's just get all uh, the itches. Let's get Dragic, Vucevic, yeah. Jokic. 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 Like just everybody. Nurkic. All, all the European white guys. Yeah. We'll just yeah, be, the, we'll be, the, we'll be the Maverick. Jokic. We said Jokic. I said oh. Jokic. Oh, okay. But we'll have Doncic. It's great. We'll yeah. be the Ma- Ma- the Dallas Mavericks. Mavericks. Zubac. Oh, wait. Whoops. So Zubac. 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 Oh, no, just, just, just across the, uh, across the body of water <laughs> okay let's see uh we got a double whammy uh kirk serious face what our friend kirk and then my friend sean both asked why are you the way you are with the uh michael scott gif and uh <laughs> you know just you know learn behavior um you know people uh people on twitter definitely uh you know they uh, enable me to tweet the way i do mm. <laughs> so you know it's just, you know, it's all learned behavior. It's all it is, baby. So. I was born this way. 
Yeah, exactly. Yep. I was I was born this way, and I've I've been watching uh, uh, some ups and downs and very painful ride of being a Mavs fan my entire <laughs> yeah. life. So that's that's why. <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Charles asks, you know, now that you've hit 10k, okay. how much is your pay increase over at the over at the website? Um, I I get Wait, paid in. We get, I get paid. paid? I get paid in beer. Wait. So yeah, oh, I get they paid pay in me beer. in gum. So yeah, I, I get paid in gum. I get paid in beer. So I'm making. I think I get like an extra six pack. Now good. Every uh, month. So yeah. Good for oh. me. But IPA though, not not an IPA, bro. No. Oh, oh, you know the goods. I don't know anything about half of, beer. Half of so, Eisen, bro. I get half of Yeah, 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 yeah. Very <laughs> on brand. Very good. Very on, exactly. Um, I get I get paid in hoops. So yeah, you know, I have not... I have too many hula hoops, and I just keep getting more of them. They don't get that it's about basketball. <laughs> I just keep getting paid in hoops. Uh, this tracking that. number says I got three more coming your way. Because <laughs> you because you both have done such an amazing job. Oh god. Okay. Next question go, uh, is from Grace, our good friend Grace. Good friend. She asks, which wings player would benefit the Mavs most? And which mouse player would benefit the wings most? Oh, I love mm. this question. It's a very what if. Um, for me, the wings player that I would love to have on the Mavs would be Arike. Oh, gosh, uh, it'd be so fun. She's a fucking hooper, dude. Like, and I, I, I'm using that term like non, not ironically right now. <laughs> like, she's a fucking hooper, and I love her game so much. Like, when you see I get a person out there who can just fucking score buckets, yeah, <laughs> you know, especially for this game. You know, we see the guy who just someone who will just like go to the basket, like take the contact, like just fucking you know just kicks ass um i would say i i tried finding a maverick that would be i i agree with you entirely as far as that uh that wings pick but i think the maverick that would benefit them the most i was like well if anyone defended the interior uh i would suggest them but we don't have anybody so the wings are great as they are so maybe Kleber, you know yeah i would pick like maybe bulbon just have the size like <laughs> You know, like hey, just like, to have a foot tall well, advantage well, on most also, of them. <laughs> also, because I've noticed that, like in the WNBA, they do like a lot more post play. That's true. You know, like he would just be a fucking menace on that court with, you know, with all with all of them. So that that would look like the eighth grader playing with all the sixth graders. Exactly, be hilarious. You know? <laughs> like an adult with her kid. You know, like just like. <laughs> um okay uh next question he'd be comes, apologizing as he dunks the basketball like, i'm so sorry i'm just i'm so I, poster like just, this poster even, is just him shrugging i'm sorry right do you have any uh you have anything to add there grant um no but boban with a wig would be fun to watch <laughs> wait Bobana no. man. Oh my god. So that's what it is. It's it's a brand new hit series from New Line Cinema. Uh Bobana Man, where he oh, gets Jesus. disbarred from the NBA and now if he dresses like God Joanna Man was not <laughs> No, that's very Paul. That Mack was movie. very 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 uh, lightning in a bottle as far as yeah, the appropriateness yeah, I can't, of that. Can't make movie. that now, bro. No. No. <laughs> um next question comes from Lane. Um, and I, Grant replied with a gif of uh, Mark Monta Ellis looking at a computer. <laughs> oh yes! Wait, wait, yeah. what did he say? What did he say? Okay, I was, I'm, just, I'm just describing. Look, look at this. Oh, I, I see, yeah. I see. Okay, so uh, Lane asked, "What's y'all's favorite personal? What's your personal personal favorite conspiracy theory? Oh. You don't have to believe in said theory." Um, I got one. Um, okay, you go. 
I, I don't believe Jim Morrison died when he said he did, or when they stated okay. that he did. Um, there's okay. actually pretty good evidence that basically he didn't have an open casket funeral. Uh, yeah. There was only two people that actually confirmed that he died, and one of them was the coroner. The other one was like his wife, and he basically really hated fame. He was basically like a just kind of like a hipster poet that got way okay. too famous yeah. and yeah. really wanted to escape that life. So it would make total sense that he faked his own death. They just, I'm down for that. Uh, yeah. What do you have, Grant? Uh, I was well. I have two, but the, one of them is another uh, Forever or Forever Twenty Seven Club member and uh, Kurt Cobain. I'm not so sure about that one, but I mm-hmm. I, I love uh, I love a good conspiracy theory. My favorite one though is uh, the fact that <laughs> the fact that dinosaurs never existed and that uh, <laughs> you, CIA just invented them and taught us them to uh, to d- prevent us from time traveling. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just make these big scary uh, monsters so people I know. don't go. Yeah. Land Before Time was dope, but you know. Land Before Time was dope. I, guys, I haven't seen a dinosaur, so I can't prove that it was. Guys, there. we believe in science here, guys. Okay. I believe in science, but you know. Wait, anyway, I don't, I don't song, believe in Hey, these. get on the floor. Everyone wants to be a dinosaur was a lie. Oh my but, god. Uh, okay, we'll so a, we'll have our own conspiracy pod done. We'll talk about. We'll talk we about should talk about. We should really. We should do this in the off season. Just like have a just like <laughs> we're talking about conspiracy pod. We're All talking right, about guy. conspiracies for like a fucking hour. Um, <laughs> one of my favorite conspiracies is the fact that uh, Paul McCartney died like right before the Beatles got big. Oh, I see, and that is uh, Paul's Paul dead. If you if you play it backwards, Paul apparently Paul's says Paul's dead. dead. And you know all stuff. And uh, there was a Netflix. Uh, movie or something like like a mockumentary my mockumentary like back like 2013 2012 and uh i watched it not completely sober and i was like oh this shit could make sense you know but then i watched it again when i was sober <laughs> and i was like this is bullshit but i can totally see why like i could totally see like people who were like tin hats would be like oh shit this is real <laughs> you know um but that's if i can make one. if Are i you... can make a statement on co- conspiracy theories just because it's become a part of our ever eroding country is that um I think conspiracy theories make more sense to people because they're more entertaining. It's the same reason that we dream. We understand narratives and chances are it's just when I think of conspiracy theories and like why I end up rolling my eyes at them is I think about what a friend of mine that went to uh, med school when they were talking about diagnosis, listen mm-hmm. for horse steps before you listen to zebra steps. And the idea is that it's more likely the more common thing and it's likely more boring before you diagnose it with something extravagant. That's how I feel about every conspiracy theory. They're like, but wait, so if you get all these different other components, like, or it's the person making more money. Yeah. Or it's just like, or, (laughs) or, or get this big Mavs Twitter is trying to get Don to conspire on this podcast. Conspiracy (laughs) theories aren't real. Big NBA. God damn it. Big big NBA is trying to get the the series. It's a, we'll call it Adam silver lining. (laughs) (laughs) No, that'll right. be that'll be more our optimism about shitty things. Will be the Adam Silver Lighting podcast. Oh yeah. All right. Let's see. Next question comes from. Uh, I, I asked how to pronounce your name. I'm going to try to get it down. Um, it's Silve. Okay. Silvia asks. Um, well, that first part's done. We can't win the championship now. Um, is it possible that Trey Burke will, will has averaged more points per game than any player on the Knicks roster before the shutdown? I think if he averaged one, he would. Yeah, you know, like, like so he's already done this. Yeah, <laughs> I, honestly, I'm pretty sure it's pretty close. I don't have basketball reference in front of me. But I think what was the I, exact stat? 
that he's what he's better points than, per game points per game points per game than anyone on the Knicks oh yeah as of yeah. right now everyone on this podcast has the same points per game than any Nick did in the bubble so I think <laughs> we're fine all right let's see next <laughs> next question oh this question comes from a Cameron Cameron asks would you prefer Luca to emphasize free throws three-point shooting or durability this offseason if you could only choose one I mean durability. free throws free throws oh, okay. has to be free throws Durability. We got to keep on the floor. I mean, yeah, durability is, like, relative, though. If he's still, like, game enough to be healthy, I, I'd rather him be able to knock these. Even if he's on, like, one leg, I'd rather him be able to knock these free throws down, bro. Just legs see how in many a games we blew. His legs in a splint. I don't care. He's knocking down free throws. I mean, he, I, I've seen more work from that dude's ankles in the last, like, year, over a year, because it first happened in December of last yeah. year. I like uh, his his ankles have been through so much, and he was still able to basically yeah. play every game. Right. So uh, free have, throws, Luca, please. Yeah. We have three more questions. Let's go for it. This one comes from uh, Grant Smith, not our Grant. Uh, um, he asks, after the bubble performance, do y'all think t- uh, Timmy opts out or in in his contract? He's gonna opt in. He's gonna opt in. He should opt in. I think the only way he opts out is if he sees the market is not going to be there for him again next year or this yeah. year, and he like opts out and signs an extension right away. I I think he I think he opts in though. I think he opts in, dude. I just you know, there's too many like unvary too, too many. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there, yeah if you would have asked me yeah. at March 10th. I would have told you he was going to opt out 100 percent and 100 percent sign a five year, four year, three year deal. But yeah, but now now with everything going, yeah. Um, let's see what else. Um, ah. Um, the Don asks, uh, who is closer to their ceiling, Luca or Giannis? Who? I mean, I think Giannis is closer to his ceiling just because yeah. he's had an eight-year head start on it. If I'm not yeah, mistaken. I think Giannis. I would put Giannis, you know, just because of that. But it's also like, if you think about where Giannis could go, I mean, developing a deadlier outside shot, but like, where else can he go? He's already been defensive player of the year. Like, I think yeah. it's just like MVP. It's, yeah. it's just, it's just closer to he's just a more complete player. And like, yeah. if Luca decides to really start playing defense, which is half the time just effort, and then like he actually gets better from free throws and three point, like, who's stopping this monster that is named Luca? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the same knock on both of them. Like, if Giannis gets a crazy jumper, he's going to be 10 times better. Like, he's going to average like 40 points a game maybe but same thing with Luca. if he even shoots league average from from three with the volume he's taken like yeah, he'd, he'd win fun. more games yeah. and he's he's scoring more points so yes it's also true okay, three, three point jumper for both of them last question for this podcast and we gotta get out of here uh comes from jose jose asks what's the mavs goal for next season for agency 2020 2021 draft picks and offseason workouts for our players Make uh make as much cap space as we can and get as many get as many guys who can who can get some stops and make some plays as we can. Uh, whether it's through the draft or whether it's through through free agency, I think those things have to be priority. Okay. I think and health. Said, Grant Grant nailed it. <laughs> I, yeah, got I, like, else. I got nothing more to say on that one. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, I think Grant pretty much nailed it on that one, bro. I have nothing else to add. Um, and those are all the questions oh. we have. Wait, it's the first I, I, time I got, wait, that sentence I, has ever been uttered, by the way. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got one question for you guys. Can you say Porzingis meniscus five times fast? 
Uh, you might have to put the dolphin sign sounds up if I tried. So I'm not even going to risk it. It's, uh, and eventually I, am gonna, I do want to have my fiance, my fiance on the podcast because she is a speech therapist and has taught me how to like, say these names correctly. Um, Did I say Porzingis correctly? It's, 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 okay, so Porzingis has like these weird like, little accent marks on his name. Okay. And so like the way you say G, like the G is like, it's not anything we say here in the States. It's like, oh my God, okay. I'm trying, I don't want to fuck it up because we have- Because you've corrected me on it? <laughs> no, well, no, because we, no, we have people from Latvia who listen. I don't want to sound like a fucking idiot. Um, it's, uh, like a, it's like in Long Gate. It's like a Porzingis. <laughs> I don't know, bro. It's Porzingis. Like, it's really fucking weird. Uh, but eventually I want to have her on. Um, and All right. Have more, I Let's simplify more it. Let's simplify. Can you say meniscus five times fast? Meniscus, 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 meniscus. Okay, right. great. Uh, meniscus, 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 meniscus. Well, I'm a, I'm a pretty, pretty steady, slow kind of guy, man. I don't know. <laughs> Come over me. Okay. Yeah, man. Uh, that's the podcast. And, yeah. Uh, Absolutely, guys. Well, thank good, you. Good year. Good yep. year. We're Hopefully, excited. next time we, 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 we were playing Mavs basketball, hopefully we can see some of you. Absolutely. Yeah. Or, at the, at the arena, at anywhere. Except at Buzz Brews, Petty Colas, <laughs> wherever, bro. Yeah, man. We, we will definitely be uh, reaching out uh, as soon as that is both viable, safe, and just, I mean, we'd love to see you guys. It'd be great to actually talk to a lot more of our listeners than, than what we're doing right now. Uh, yeah. Check us out at mffls.com. Check us out on Twitter, the underscore mffls. Same for the YouTube channel, the Twitch channel uh, a, a show about basketball with grant and i will be coming out this week i'm real excited to be a part of it uh you can see how terrible i am at vidya games so all things <laughs> considered thank you guys so much for uh yeah this season has improved tenfold because of uh, the, our listener support for the conversations we have shout out to bibs corner uh, i already did a shout out on twitter but i want to do it on the pod um, his first 15 20 minutes of him doing the solo pod about uh, what the players are doing. Uh, shout out to, uh, I'm sorry, just to finish the Bibbs thought process. Bibbs did some of the best broadcasting I've, I've heard in a long while, and he put a, a different perspective on what's happening uh, in the NBA during this, you know, social climate that we are currently experiencing in this country um, without getting, I wouldn't even say a player, it was just a professional, concise, and a really good summation of like what those players are going through and why it's important. Um, shout out to Ruben for uh, making our cold open, uh, doing that on his own time. Uh, you can follow him at Reddit Mavs. You can follow Grant at Edmund the Slayer. And you can follow me at Don underscore Denim. This has been the Hoops and Hefefizens podcast. Enjoy. Wait, wait. One more thing. Uh, happy birthday, Bibbs. And like Don said, everything, every single thing that Don said is true. Uh, he's, he's definitely one of the best followers on, on Twitter in general. But yeah, happy birthday, Big Dog. It's the Hoops and Hefefizens podcast. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys. Love y'all. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.